Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the awesome and beautiful Mona from Endless Summer. Originally from Chiang Mai, Thailand, Mona first came to Phuket to work in 2012. From fashion boutiques in Miami, working in Australia, watching Wimbledon, and even getting tips, I said tips, from Anna Kornikova, Mona's journey to building her brand, Endless Summer by Mona, has been super interesting. Mona is now doing what she loves and helping the amazing Karen Hill tribes. Mona is super cool, smart, and her passion shines through. We like Mona. She's awesome. Mmm, Mona. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Why would you do that? Why would I not? It's my line and you've ruined it. Beep. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, mate. It's not about you, Russell. <laughs> Honestly, this is I know, where I we know. need a, a YouTube video, a video yeah. right now. I want yeah. the camera up there behind me. Yes. At I our know. new studio that we're in, looking down at Russell, sat on the sofa with Bree, whose legs, legs are akimbo. Two testicles he's having, he's having and a, a dinky all hanging out. But he's having a belly rub and he likes a belly rub. And let's face it, who doesn't? Very true. We could ask our guest. Ask away, Russ. Do you like a belly rub? That's a hell of an intro. <laughs> of course. Yeah, see? There we go. Hey, Mona. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Oh, I've just, I've just seen your message you've sent to me saying that you're here. Yes, Sorry. I'm here. We were midway recording an advert, which you know about, because you walked in while and interrupted I was it. recording our advert. Yes. And your and phone went off. But we won't mention that. We won't mention that, Mona, don't worry. Um, <laughs> Mona, are you from Phuket? No, I'm not. I'm originally from the north, Chiang Mai. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm I know Chiang Mai. In August. Are you going there in August? I'm going to Chiang Mai in August. I we can talk about this happen. afterwards. Okay, great. Um... And when did you get to Phuket? Um, Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah, last Friday oh, I was on holiday. Don't listen, Mona, don't come <laughs> in here and start listening to Russell's stupid I... humour. I'm trying to have a serious podcast <laughs> okay. interview to help promote your brand and to promote you as an amazing person right. and as an amazing fashion guru-ista. Is that the right word? I'm just going with guru. But guru, okay. Yeah. Is guru, well, can women is that be gurus? A, is that, I, yeah. I don't want to be hashtag they, too sexist though. Is that like a they, them sort of terminology thingy? I don't know. What, I what think do if reckon? I say the word guru, I think of a man. I don't know why. That's because you're a sexist, insert cow noise here. Listen, God was a man. God's a woman. Anyway, let's not, let's <laughs> go, go back to Mona. So, let's go back to Chiang Mai. Yeah. Um, Mona. Okay. So when, sorry, when did you, last Tuesday you got to Phuket. No, so when did you come down to Phuket? Um, the first time I was here in 2012. 
And you moved down or was it just a um, holiday? I moved first time in 2012 just to work in Phuket the first, for the first time in the hotel. And then I um, stayed for nearly two years and then I moved out. Okay, so let's break this down. Why did you come to Phuket to work? First time I fell in love with, you know, the ocean, the new atmosphere, the beautiful hotels. I was very young and I enjoy um, experience new things. So that was the first decision. I'd be close to the ocean and far from home. <laughs> and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> okay, there's a yeah. there, there's a so, line. See now, if we were like really rough, not rough is the wrong word. If we were really in depth kind of interviewers, we'd say, "Why did you want to get away from home? What happened?" Well, I was well, going to get to that. Oh, well, you can do that bit. One hundred percent. Oh, go for it. Yeah. Russ. I mean, I was going to dance around it to begin with and say, "So, born and bred in Chiang Mai, yes. raised in Chiang Mai, went mm -hmm. to school and all of that." Um, and at what point did you? What were your sort of plans, hopes, dreams, aspirations? What did you want to do? You mean from now on? No, no, no as a child sort of growing oh, up. As a child growing up. Oh, when I was a, a child, I always thought of a few jobs that I, sh I wanted to, to be. Like a flight attendant or a tennis player like Anna Kunikova. Yeah, yeah. So Big fan of Anna Kunikova. A few, a few things. That's a bit old school reference, but never mind. I just how could you that, tennis? Well, 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 before we get to that, flight attendant or tennis professional? Yeah. They're two very random things. Uh, not and? really. Because... What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to burst your bubble there. <laughs> You're, you just want to cuddle the dog, don't you? That's the only thing. Yes. 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 Um, okay, being the question of... <laughs> okay, let's let's do it. So, so what was it about being a flight attendant? That's because you just wanted to travel. You just wanted to look pretty every day. That makes sense. Um, I Thanks. just love to travel. I love traveling a lot, and I love speaking English. I love learning English. So, being a flight attendant, you can travel, you can speak English, and you can, um, you know, meet new people, eat different food. I wouldn't eat the airline food. I love airline, airline food. food. Yeah, definitely not. Actually, to be fair, it, in the recent years, it has improved. I'll give it that. But then back to the tennis Oh, sorry, player. yes, back to tennis. Um, you also can travel the world with that job, and then you get to play tennis, and you look pretty as well, like Anna Kunikova. So it's something similar. Makes sense? Uh, yeah, how good's your tennis? Before, I was pretty good. Okay. I don't know who Anna Kunikova... I'm trying to work She was out. an absolute hotbed Russian babe. Oh, the two, who, no, uh, very short the, actually. Oh, she made the semi. She came came to prominence. She, oh, she gave you a semi. She gave a lot of men a semi. Um, she made the semis at Wimbledon, and oh, when was this? Was she not the late nineties Russian, Russian lady? Yeah, she was, wasn't she one that was born in America? And the, who was that? That Sharapova. Sharapova, Sharapova the, the yeah, one yeah. different one, different one. Yeah, yeah. she loves making noise. Who? She, 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 <laughs> Sharapova was the grunter. Oh. So she gave you a semi and she was a grunter? No, Sharapova never gave me a semi. Anna Kornikova definitely gave me a semi. Seriously? And, and more. Anna Kornikova was hot. The, I right? met her in real life. No way. Seriously. Did she give you a semi? No, she gave me tip. <laughs> she give you what, sorry? Tip. Money. Oh, right, a tip? What for? Oh, I thought you, meant, I was, oh, yeah. I, I was, I thought you were going to say she gave me a tip, like how to improve my serve. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, right. <laughs> First of all, I was thinking about boobs. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I thought boobs. Then I thought, oh, she gave you a tip as in, you know, yeah, throw yeah. the ball up this way or yeah, you yeah. hit it this way, whatever. But no, she just gave you money. 
All right, I used to work in the state. I lived in Miami for a while, and the lesson where whoa, I whoa, worked. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop! You can't just go from Chiang Mai to Miami without attendant being a professional tennis player. Then I was in the Miami in a stage. States. Did you say sorry? Stage or states? States. States. Referring the question that how did she give me tips? Oh, 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 right. Okay. Someone's a bit serious. Pre pre Anna. Let's work pre Anna. So, is that like BC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is BK and AK, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, story, but not story. Yeah. Okay, well, let's. Yeah. So how, how, okay, long, okay, back to how long were you in Chiang Mai for? When did you? How if you don't mind me asking? How old were you when you left Chiang Mai? After school, after okay. university. And what did you do at uni? At uni. <laughs> I. <laughs> okay, no, no. Let me rephrase. What two different things did you do at university? <laughs> two different things like beside and study mm-hmm. i did a lot of performance as a part-time job to to fund fund myself how do you say I, i'd like you to define performance because i've got some very interesting images in my head right now this is all of which could be legitimate and i feel sorry for mona right now because we are firing questions yes. at the left right and center we're gonna slow i down. feel sorry for her for the images i got in my head right now <laughs> <laughs> right first of all mm-hmm. i'm gonna track this back what did you study at university? I study um, a faculty of art, English, everything's in English, humanity, English faculty. Is it? I don't know. Well, faculty's department, but yeah. Faculty. So English. Oh my God, I drink too much last night. Okay, I study English, <laughs> a faculty of art. Mm. Okay, so, and, and was that in Chiang Mai? Yes, in Chiang Mai, University. <laughs> okay, and then you said that you, would you stop coughing? <laughs> and then you said that you also, you were doing performances to earn money. As a part-time job. That what? was a bit I was interested in. Okay, so what type of performances were you doing? Um, so, besides studies, I did Thai dancing. Um, what else? Acting. And you know the word like pretty, like you yeah, 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 kind of yeah. like half model, half presenting something. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work outside studying time. Yeah, for the, for those of you listeners that don't know, the word pretty, which is a, it's a, it's quite a degrading word and it's not that nice. But what you would do is you've held an event or something, you would yes. hire mm. these beautiful ladies. Car shows would yeah, be yeah. The, the so you've got this beautiful car. And then there'll be two ladies or three ladies or any ladies you want. Yeah. Generally, ladies stood by it, looking very pretty in branded outfits. <laughs> That's the word pretty. Or you'd hire them for events to stand in front of your booth to hand out flyers. I'm just explaining what because I, I, walking around with beer and what have you. Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. beer companies. Shot girls and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The shot. That's it. A shot girls. The tequila mm. girls. That's. I'm just. It's a horrible word. That word pretty. But I guess everyone uses it as a. It's a standard easy word, isn't one, it? Yeah, for the easy shot word. That's just to. Yeah, Which defines the whole thing. Yeah. yeah that, right um, beside and modeling is sometimes what I did and Thai dancing. Okay. All right. And then go on, Russ. Well, I, I was going to just drop in the tennis. I'm assuming you started playing tennis as a young. I played. I started to play tennis since I was ten or eleven years okay. old. And then <laughs> Sorry, that was it. But what? Why tennis? What was it about tennis that you wanted to get into? Because it's awesome. Um, back that time when I was, you know, teenager, there's a lot of sport that I try, like swimming, basketball, and it's 
was boring to me until I found tennis and my dad played tennis as well himself and we got a good tennis court with many good coach mm-hmm. tennis coach and then I love watching tennis that Anna Kunikova also one of my inspiration along with other tennis players it's just beautiful sport is you know like you you use a lot of energy and besides that you use a lot of brain which mm-hmm. I need that when I was young like you it's know, a very tactical game Yeah, so you require a lot of high discipline practice. You go to the court. I live like more than 50% of my young life at the court, morning, evening. Did you play a lot of uh, regional or local tournaments and stuff? I did, but I never won. That's all right. It's not about winning. It's about (laughs) taking taking part. part. That's that's bullshit. People that say that have never won ever. That's why I say it all the time. Mm. I'm not very good at tennis. I have to say, I, I I, I enjoy playing but I'm not very good at it. In fact, last time I was on the tennis court was when we took a picture for this podcast <laughs> about three years ago. Excellent. That was the last time I was on a tennis yeah. court, not playing tennis. That's Just awesome. Hmm. So what took you to Miami? Okay, after graduated, I did try some job in Chiang Mai for the hotels and then I got bored. I wanted to travel. I always traveling since younger than that. So I wanted to go back to the state one more time, to win back to the state one more time, to... Stop. You said one more time. So had you been there before? Yes, I've been there like before. family holiday I, sort I of thing. I have been traveling a lot in while I'm studying as well. Okay, okay. wow. And w- w- when you first went there during your... You were studying... Where'd you go? New, New Jersey. York. Oh, New Jersey. And New yeah. York. Yeah, New, New Jersey, York. New York. York, yeah. Okay. My and, first one. And then you decided, then you finished your degree had some fun, enjoyed it, got some money from doing your pretty work, then you thought, I'm going to go to Miami. Was it, was it just a holiday or was it tennis? I, I planned to, to stay as long as I, I could to find, some, some new, <laughs> find something new, something different to live outside Thailand to just get a new, new experience. I don't know. I didn't know how long I wanted to be, I want to be there, but I didn't plan for a short trip. How old were you at that point? I was 21. And why Miami? Because I don't like the cold. And <laughs> I, I don't like the cold. I want somewhere that um, beach, holiday, fashion, and then I have good friends already there. So okay. it's, a, it's makes perfect. It easy. Yeah. And, and how long were you in Miami for? I was there more than a year, but less, like a, a year and a half, something like that. Did you see any dolphins? <laughs> Thank you for that joke, Russell. You're welcome. <laughs> Mona, you have no idea what that I, reference was, is it? No. No, no, that's fine. I see manatee that help. Uh, no, but yes. Um, <laughs> were you playing much tennis? Sorry? Were you playing much tennis in Miami? Uh, in Miami, no, not really. Okay. There's a couple, well, just uh, Nick Bolateri's Tennis Academy, I think, is in mm-hmm. Miami, right? I work a lot in Miami, though. Doing? Doing, during the day, I work in a fashion shop in a local high-end boutique. And every night I would work in um, high-end Japanese slash Portuguese bar and restaurant in South Beach. Now that's a mix. A Japanese stroke Portuguese. Yeah. How does that work? I don't Maybe know. Maybe Brazilian. I can't remember. You know, it's more than ten years now. Well, I think I would know if it's a Brazilian or not. So I, c- I could tell. Meat. Sushi, like high-end sushi, premium one, and lots of meat, like steak, 
grill, barbecue, lots of drink, lots of alcohol. So that rules out being a vegan then. <laughs> now you've mentioned fashion because uh, one of we're going to get to what you yes. do now and we're going to get to your beautiful yeah. fashion and we're going to get to some a lot of the people that have modeled your clothing have actually been on the podcast as well yes so we're going to get to that in a minute but the fashion boutiques were you working there because you just were in, enjoyed fashion at that time or was fashion also a passion as well as tennis when you're yeah, growing right. up Fashion is always my passion. Since I was that's young, that's your tagline. Yeah, since I that job, I didn't just get it. I have to fight for it in Miami. I okay. had to fight to get this kind of job. Beside and less long work. And when you were in the states at that time, did you was your intention to maybe stay in the states? Do you enjoy your time there and want to hang out or? Yeah, I enjoy my time in Miami very much, so and I I wanted to stay. I plan to stay. I apply to stay. And what happened? Um, what brought you back? Uh, unfortunately, my dad, uh, I lost my dad. Oh. During that time, I had to make two decisions. Either I stay and don't see my family, or I came back and take all the responsibility about my family. Mm-hmm. Have you got brothers and sisters? I, I did. Okay. He passed away. Okay. Oh, Russell. Can, yeah. Should, can, should, yeah. Should, can we get positive? Well, I just, yeah. well, um, let's talk about Brie again with yeah, yeah. balls and tassels. We're not very... right. It's about life, though. You know, life, nothing, nothing lasts, nothing certain. You got to be strong. You got to be right. You know, life is about life. I don't, I don't really mind you asking. Well, I'm not going to. Well, no, I, I won't. Rus- no, Russell no, will. Russell well, will no, really I, go into I, it. I didn't, <laughs> you know, you have happy part and then you have something that you need to get through it or accept it. No, and, and in all yeah. fairness, it, this is about your journey here. Yeah, and, yeah. and that is, that, that is part, part of, of the journey because you know, you, mm-hmm. we, we might not be doing this if those things didn't happen because you'd probably still be in Miami True. walking yeah. down the fashions with Victoria Beckham you know, uh-huh. and being amazing. So, you know, and this is, this is how, you know, the journey is always, always parts of the journey that right, lead yeah. you down different paths. Yeah. And so that's cool. So you yeah. came back to Chiang Mai to look after the family. True. I'm assuming then that, that you were the eldest Sibling. Um, I am the youngest, but um, my mom, she's you know like you lost someone, she started to lose her mind, so I have to get everything together. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for yeah, you, good yeah. for you. Well, that okay. makes you a lovely daughter. We'll end the podcast there. Yeah. You're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you got so obviously the the, the the tragedy that you went through, and mm-hmm. that's a song that you can sing by Steps if you want, or by the Bee Gees, but the tragedy that you went through um, that took you back here. When you went through that, what did you think you was going to do when you got back here to earn money? Because you just left this, this beautiful place, Miami, where you've, you've, you've struggled to get this job in the fashion industry. You've got a good job. Yes. You know, you're, you're, you're doing Brazilians, which I love, <laughs> and some Chinese or Japanese. What are you going to do when you get back here? I had some few um, hard years, not so much thinking about career or life hmm. so much a goal because I didn't have one that time. I was very empty and do things for other people. So I just take the job that what I can earn, but no passion, not nothing so yeah. much in that time, more focused on my family. But after that, I had another journey and that brought a lot of my life back together. Tell us. Did it involve mushrooms? Sorry. Did it involve mushrooms? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Not mushroom. So <laughs> not that kind of journey. 
Not no. not much room. Was there lots of people in the room with you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I'm Did you go to some parties because yeah. there were some fun guys? Hey. I it. wish. Well, hey. Hey. <laughs> wow, this is, that this, sounds like a good that, journey. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I left Thailand the last, I went back to I explore Phuket. Then I still didn't know what I want exactly, or this is this something that I really like. It took took a while, you know. So then I took I went to Australia. Okay. Yeah, I went to Australia. I got last bit of my age to do something like work and holiday program. So I stayed there for one year, and I met so many incredible people not through Australian. my journey. Not Australians then. No, no, no Australians. <laughs> Some are Aussie. No, 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 they're not. No, no they're not. Yes. They're and not. then um. Did you, can I just say, right? Now, this is where I love the fact I have a little bit of psychological... Advantage? Uh, skills. As soon as you said you meant some, her little eyes twinkled. Yeah. Just the one. Just the one who was lovely, but not lovely anymore. No, no. I mean... Yeah! Uh, there we go. Not, not thinking about love Aww. or partners, but it's a small... Just like... pure sex. Just... <laughs> I wish just again. Lots of dirty Australian sex. Hello, That's what I wish again. Um, I whereabouts, made... Sorry, whereabouts in Australia? I was in Melbourne and then I was in Sydney. Okay. So I had a really good friends. I met um, really good boss and, you know, like people who own businesses and then made a lot of new friends. I love Sydney. It's really fun. It was really fun. Um, then it's inspired a lot that, okay, it's the time that I should do something different, something that for me or something that meaningful, but still not, not yet to my, my, my fashion still take, take a while. Okay, so what? So you didn't know, you knew you wanted to do something, yeah. but you didn't not know sure what. Until I met by chance, a, a Thai lady who traveled through Australia and she owned a business that hotel supply all over Thailand and Asia. And then she invited me to come back to Thailand and work with her and say, okay, I'm going to choose Phuket because I love the lifestyle. Short, long story short, I've been doing this business for like quite more than five years. And then I know that I love business, but I need to find other things as well mm. that belong to me. And then it starts from what do I really like? I keep asking myself, yes, it's fashion. And that was it. Just You just kept asking. It took five years because it's quite a long journey to you to get to this to the fashion point because until you believe in yourself you know that's a great answer yeah mm. until you believe that you can do something by yourself or something that you love you it's take you a long time that for me it takes me half of my life to ask myself what do i love because i have a lot of interests as well myself and then i need some some courage to think out of box and stuff. It's also, it's a healthy balance. It's very easy to say, do something that you love. Yeah. But there's there's also the the sticky wicket of when you do something that you love, when you have a, a hobby or a passion and you make that your life, you can sometimes take the sheen and the edge off because now it's a job. Now it's my work. It's not the hobby and passion that I True. had before. So to find something that you genuinely do love and genuinely do enjoy is, I mean, that's the, that's the golden ticket. Do you hate dogs? I hate dogs. I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes Should have gone could, into cats. And sometimes you could love both. 
Like well, I tried that once. It was a great night. It was a fantastic oh, night. Oh, my word. Can I just say, could you please take my oh. microphone <laughs> cable out the way of your dog's penis? That's all. And for the, for the podcast listener, I'm, I apologize, but... Hang on. Can you hear this noise? That's, <laughs> that's the microphone rubbing against his balls. <laughs> um, when you had the light bulb moment of fashion, what did you think you were going to do? At that time, I was thinking that I should be deep into it. I should create a proper brand. I could be able to design. I could be able to control the quality, the shape, a lot of things. Because the first thought was like I bought somewhere and then sell them. I didn't talk. I didn't create. I didn't make them. But it's something I love. Okay, so you you would go and find some different fashion that you like, yes. and then you would buy it there and then you would sell it in your own little place okay and then during covid i take it as a very good opportunity for me so i brought i took all my college and everything i have i drove from phuket to chiang mai to find all this material to get into it to dig deep into it then i met a lot of incredible artisan the local people then i can put everything together i can be able to design my first products which is my shoes and that's where i first met you was mm. over your shoes <laughs> not over her shoes like that because that's, that's a bit wrong wasn't it i mean <laughs> yeah. just thinking like yeah. that. So looking down at your <laughs> shoes there's a whole kind of yeah. plethora <laughs> of things that <laughs> comes to mind were, were you feeding the rabbit at the same time someone got excited so, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I can't remember where we first met, but I Not know... Tinder. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, okay. <laughs> I know that we met and you were either through someone that I knew you were giving them shoes and mm. I think we just met through that and then kind of our love blossomed and here we are today. Um, well, don't look like that. Was shoes your first design? Or was, was shoes your first uh, fashion thing that you designed yourself? Yes. Why shoes? Because people need them, Russ, to walk with. Fair okay, let, let me explain it here. Let um, Mona explain it. I, since I love, at, I mean, since I live at the beach or I'm kind of beach girl myself, I don't really wear heels much. Me neither. Until I found, <laughs> until I found this pattern that I used to, to wear and stuff. Um, then... I'm gonna work on this type of heels and or wedges, and then use this special textile from my hometown, from the hill tribes. Okay, the special is all the shoes, the uh, text made from textile from the hill tribe. And look, and, 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 and from an audio podcast, it's really difficult to to show. But we'll, we'll uh, have you got the shoes on? I'm looking. Yes, yes. You have. So we'll put those in the picture yeah, when, when when we send it out. Now, so they're basically that they're wedges. Like a cheese wedge. Say like potato wedge. Yeah. Yeah, like all potato wedge, which are not chips, by the way, or French fries. They're Correct. fucking wedges. Oh. Um, but then, the, like I said, the, the the textile, as you said, it yes. is from the hill tribe. So yes. So it's really intricate and bright and colourful. Handmade. Yes. yes. And then this textile is so hard to find at the moment. It's very rare because it's the traditional current textile or Hmong textile. So I be, I be able to adapt the traditional things, the, the lifestyle, the traditional, the part of their culture to a modern world, to be a shoe fashions. And this is the Karen Hill 
tribes. Not, yes. not Karen, the person, Karen, because everyone hates Karen. Gariang, yeah. or in Thai, we call Gariang, or the long neck. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was yes. about to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thai, yeah. have the, the, the long necks come up. And wow. I wanted to bring awareness to people, to foreigners, to the new generation, that we have something great in our country. And they are the tribe that very, very skillful in woven, making textile. Mm. That textile is strong, unique, beautiful. And they show, of course, the tradition because they make things by hand and they wear themselves as well as their uh, daily life dress, outfit. So beautiful. So you started off with the shoes and, they, and part of that was predicated from you had a need or a desire yourself for, for the shoes. So we'll start with that. And huh. um, what, what kind of came next? After that, during the same period, I was walking in the local market. I spot this tech, uh, fabric, fabric market. Mm -hmm. Then I like this one. It's soft, it's light, it's Chiang Mai cotton. cotton. Then, okay, I draw. And then I walk to the shop, small shop, that can you cut this for me, please? And how much and what is the cheap, uh, smallest mm. quantity? Then I met this girl by chance, the local lady, Chiang Mai. And she made the best outfit for my drawing. Mm. By chance, by something that boom. And then love it. It's simple. The outfit is simple, but you can play with it you can adjust it's comfy wear comfy and it's good for all type of body it's loose uh style she's good at this mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so yeah. it doesn't matter you what skin you have your body big or small you can wear my outfit it's designed for all the beauties ladies or men just gonna ask that <laughs> no, not just for us, sexist. Not for in us. In the future. In the future, you're gonna go with some men's stuff. But um, I mean, go on. Well, just doing men's stuff. I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I would argue doing men's clothing would be easier. I'm not sure on this one. Because I mean, it's just it's t-shirts or shirts. Well, I was gonna right? say, look it's at just, us both. Right, it's um, not. We're dressed in. For me to make something or to create something, it should be something I'm, I know quite well or skill how do you say like experience like uh women problems women body uh, tell me women have got problems yeah women yeah. curves so i'm not sure about men but when you started to design your shoes and your your dresses and your outfits your your market or your target market were going to be who all the women in all age it rather i mean all the single ladies maybe not all the single ladies no. all the single ladies thank you that's what i was waiting for so that's it's not only any specific types it can be someone that enjoy you know something different something unique like the shoe it will never be the same because mm -hmm. it's handmade and specific textile but when you're right they, they, they are different but when i see your shoes out there that there's a whole what's the word i'm looking for you can tell your shoes if yeah. you see what i mean yeah. the, the branding you know, you don't, I, I mean, I wouldn't even know if you have a logo or not. And you, I, yeah. you, I wouldn't even know what your logo is. But you'd recognize However, the product. I, and it was, I interviewed um, Jane from Pitch Perfect yeah. last week. Russell wasn't here because he was in Paris. Mm -hmm. He was the one that started. Yeah, he was in Paris. He started all the problems with the Liverpool fans. Yeah. Um, I caused a riot. But I saw Jane and as soon as I looked down at her feet, because I do, I always look at people's shoes for some strange reason. Shoeist. I am very shoeist. But I saw her. I saw your shoes. Went. Oh, you've got shoes from Mona. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can spot it. And there's also. It's not just her. I've seen with. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. I work with Blue Tree, 
and Nancy, who I work with, she wears your shoes a lot. In fact, there's loads of people that have got your shoes. So you've done, how do you go out and sell them? Do you um, have a shop? At the like moment, I can't find a shop down, down, down here okay. with Island Boutique concept. But so okay, so you're, before that, before you yeah. put your shoes in the shop, you were going around selling yourself? Yes. I talk to the girls, I show them, I promote to them, I post on my Facebook. I walk every day with my shoes and people- Just, just everywhere. Yes. Just keep People walking. started to see what- Your step count must be amazing. What, <laughs> what is that? Like it's because it's unique. It's ha handmade, mm. it's very charming. Handmade products. So it's attractive. And is it, I say it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how does it work from, so if you, Give us the, 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 the time span and what the process is when you want a new pair of shoes. Because they're all handmade. Yeah. From, so, a, from a manufacturing point of view or from a I want to buy point of view? Well, both point of view. So both? If, both, mate. So if you're sat there and you think, right, I need some new shoes. Then you come up with the concept, the idea of what you want. Or do you just phone up Karen at Karen Hill Tribe and say, Karen... What have you got in this week? And she said, oh, I've been doing this color, this color, this color. And said, what's the, I just want to get the, the process. Okay, if I'm going to make new production, something like that, right? New collection. Mm -hmm. So first of all, it's something inspired me. Like this season, it's the, the ocean season. I love ocean. So I want to do something that emerald green, deep sea blue like super turquoise blue then i'm gonna hunt for the textile i got some current hill tribe some monk that have some textiles <clears throat> once i got those textiles then i place the textile in piece and tell the artisan that to create only this color only this style and you put this textile in the front yeah. it's in the back so it depends on inspiration and then i hunt for the color from the hill tribe. And how often do you change your seasons? Um, every two months, three months. And it's, I guess for, for your product is you make the decisions of when you want to change yes. it. You're the inspiration. Yeah. You don't follow, you don't follow like the, the fashion brands, like it's the fall season, the summer season, the winter season. It's like, no, this is Mona's two month season. Of just high ocean. season, low season. Yeah. Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But you go more for, it's an Long sleeve, short sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> It's an inspiration that you have. Yes. So it might, be, it might be two months, it could be one month, it could be... Next week, it depends on how creative I am or I find something beautiful piece, then yes, I'm going to do another 10 of this, 20 of this. And when you started off with the shoes, you then decided to go into the dresses. Mm -hmm. Is that the same process as well, the, doing the dresses? The, dress, the dresses is less, uh, less complicated than the shoes because of the, it's always a simple um, fabric. And it just require a lady to do handmade, cut the dress, but it's nothing complicated in terms of material. Okay. Plain, normal, but we do handmade tie-dye. That's the challenge to make the color not too big different each time. But people understand because I represent um, everything handmade. Well, it's amazing. The handmade stuff and using the local hill tribes, yeah. Karen and, and Karen are mates. And if, if people want to see what you have to offer, where, where do they they can check um my page endless summer by mona or well, that's it so it's endless summer by mona is the facebook page yeah and instagram as well yes and is it do you have a stock or is it all made to order i have stocks these days okay, i need yeah. to have stocks because it start to get more requirement good yeah 
Yeah, but fiction. I was just going to say, so we've met, obviously we interviewed Jane, or I interviewed Jane last week. Yes. Um, but then we've also had Charlene, who's one of your, who's promoted your stuff, wearing your clothes. You're, you're nodding, looking not so happy about Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you did to think who Charlene was. You know Charlene? Oh, Charlene. Okay. Now did I, I say know. it wrong? The half Thai, half British yes. model. Okay, now I know. Do you not know your models? Uh, now I know. It's, it's just me, the way I pronounce people. Okay, that's a. I'll, I'll do this one. So you've had Charlene as one yeah. of your models. Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was talking to her the other day, but you've also had Nims yes. as well. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so you, we've, we've had Nims. We've had Nims. Yeah. She's lovely. She's beautiful. No, gorgeous. she is stunning, yeah. and oh. she's a lovely person. But then again, so Charlene, they're both absolutely yes, stunning both. people and just lovely in their hearts and everything else. Yes. <laughs> they are uh, gorgeous. I'm <laughs> thankful and I'm very grateful that the girls. Not just they want, you know, like people are not just, okay, I'm your model, but they got to love the products mm. or see your product. It's like, okay, I'm willing to do this. So they love my products and they wear them every, you know, all the occasion mm. they go. So that's, that's what I really, I call is my success. Well, it must be really cool if you're out mm. at an event or out at the party and you can see yes. something you've designed on yes. someone's feet someone or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's that pretty cool. cool. That's happiness, and that's a little success in heart already. Oh, good for you. So yeah. you now you're you're working with uh, Renta Rocks because she's got the 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 tropical. What's it called? Tropical Dreams. Tropical Magic Boutique. That's it, and it's kind of there's a few of you that have all got yes. together and putting your products yeah. in. So and cool. that's at Blue Tree, isn't it? Yes. So people can come there and, and pick it up, or they uh -huh. go to. What's your plans for the future for the product? For the future, um, men's fashion. <laughs> Could be uh, for the future. Dog, dog fashion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish no, to expand that. to m more countries. Now I'm already um, expand. I mean, I sent to Cambodia, Philippines to promote. I hope Thai Thai Taipei is coming up. Cool. And I really do hope somewhere in the state, like LA. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Or Miami, and then of course I want to have my my own shop, own boutique. But I think, that, see, the great thing about your product is it's got such a great story. And it's, you know, you're using people that are traditional. Um, that's terrible. That didn't come out very well, did it? You're using no, people that are traditional. You are, you know, you're... You're, you're, you're keeping the, the traditions. You're keeping the yeah, traditions keeping alive, alive. And you're also, you're, you know, you're giving these people that are up and they, they have had a, a tough time, the old... Yes. Karen Hill because mm. I know from I'm, I'm working with someone I can't say too much but yeah. I'm going up there soon mm -hmm. to do a, a short documentary oh, about um, trafficking up there and, and, and how it's, it's, it's actually people don't know the story but they, they're not given Thai citizenship yes and so they can be trafficked and they can be mm -hmm. thrown over the mm -hmm. borders without mm -hmm. anyone knowing yeah. anything about it yeah. and it's actually it's and it only got highlighted to me recently and so I'm actually going to go up there soon to do a documentary about it um so what you're doing is fantastic because you know they are treated extremely That's bad why. apart from the tourism yeah. Yeah. and and i i call crikey i went up to chiang mai when i was maybe 11 12 years ago when my parents first came to mm. see me in thailand and we went up there and saw that and went up to the hill mm -hmm. trucks. and obviously they make money from tourism as mm -hmm. well but you don't see the dark side of it yeah i the the reason that i created the shoes straight away is i want to bring awareness it's a create knowledge and awareness that 
they're skillful, they're talented, they have great products, and their products show that tradition. Mm. And it's the colors, the bright colors yes. as well. And that's what I love about your stuff, mm. the bright colors. Can I just say, Russell's just walked out. Did you see that? He just got up and left. <laughs> what did you say to upset him? He'll be back soon. Bless his little cotton socks. So the idea then is to, to try to get into the States or, or try to expand, expand. the brand. What, what's your kind of process to do that? What are you thinking about and how are you going to do that? At the moment, I just have to develop my, my products, like qualities, keep, keep working on it, keep um, creating more design, keep making more uh, marketing, and then connect with people in fashion. It's a journey it will not take in one day. But no, no yeah. not, not at all. Uh, but the moment is like, I work uh, on my brand, like strong, um, quality strong, the brand image. Well, I think you have, like I said, I mean, I can spot yeah. your fashion or your designs from, I'd say a mile away. That's, that's huh. I, it's not a mile, but it, like I said, if I see them, I say, oh, you got Mona yeah. stuff on and everyone says, yeah, 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 it's cool, isn't it? You know, Correct it's really cool. Her. Would you want to get into the big stores? Mm, you mean shopping mall? Yeah. Not really. I want to be in the individual um, designer shop, like like the shop I used to work in Miami. It's more interesting. It's support local. It's show your real skill. Like you direct with the designers or shop owner yourself. Beside and to promote about the Hill Tribe, about the currents, about the monk, I also create this brand. Why? Um, I mean, at the time that I heard so many of my friends, my girlfriends, the girls I met that, oh, I don't know what to wear. This thing is too bright. This thing is not suit my skin or my skin is too dark. I'm too big, stuff like that. So my brand or my outfit, I choose so many, uh, how do you say, different type of beauty of my models or my customers. If people can notice, it's not just Thai, not just um, English girl, it any anyone. So this no men, just <laughs> pointing it out. The point is, I just want to also bring our um, confident to girls, to women that doesn't matter how big, how small, what skin. I'm dark here. You can wear whatever you want, and you can be hundred colors in one day. Do you know what? Sometimes I wish I was a woman because I feel as a man we're very limited with our fashion choices. Well, no, not just that. If I were, I've got a little bit of a beer gut at the moment because I haven't been exercising very much and I feel a little bit fluff. And you, and you drink beer? I know. Not a lot, though. Just a little bit. But, you know, blokes will turn around and say, oh, you've had a few pints. Oh, you look a bit mm. porky. Whereas women are so much nicer. Maybe they're nicer to women's faces, but behind the scenes, they're nasty bitches. <laughs> but actually, you say, oh, look, you look lovely. Even if they're a bit porky yes. or they're a bit, you know, they don't look, oh, you look lovely. Oh, that really suits you. Whereas, Russ, if I see you, you see you fat twat, look yeah. at you, or, you know, I want to be a woman. <laughs> that is another podcast entirely. I'm in Thailand. It can happen. <laughs> it can happen very, we could do that today. Can I just point out? <laughs> that would be a hell of a podcast. I did wear nice shoes today because I knew Mona <laughs> was coming in. Love it. Nice colour. Thank you very much. Don't wear nice shoes, Anyway, Russ, we were waiting for you because you, you left us for Yeah, sorry. The, 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 yeah, anyway. You, we don't need to know about you your, know. your real life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ask you a question? What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? And please tell me Anna Kornikova is one of them. Uh, so many she's on bucket mine. list, though. Um, oh, before we get to that, sorry. 
single hand or double handed? Just, and I'm asking you that plainly because that's going to confuse uh, the hell out of Jay. Forehand, singer, double for backhand. Oh, okay. It depends on the size, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I prefer girls with small hands. It just makes it look bigger. Um, okay, I'm trying to translate. No, okay. I understand. I think I'm forehand is, yeah. There's very few people that have a double-handed forehand. Sellers used to. Peter Sellers? No. Pink Panther? Serena William, now she pays two, two, two hands. She wears a two, Serena two? Williams. Two hands. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, double. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm very much the single-hand backhand. Okay. That's, that's typical for men. Yeah, no, man. no, Hashtag I'd, me too. Typical man. Yeah, racist think, as well. I think more men play. Oh, that's it. It's all about men. More yeah. men play, do they? No, no, more yeah. men play with a. Rafael I think there's more Nadal? men. More, yeah, I think more, more men play the with du- a the double-handed backhand is more prevalent across both genres. I love Nadal. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Nadal. Do you two want to have a little bit of tennis? Ivan Lendl. <laughs> Never won Wimbledon. There's my tennis reference for I you. Do- I went to Wimbledon. Did you? Yes. We haven't even talked about you going to Wimbledon. I forgot to. How say... How far did you get? <laughs> uh, how far? Do you do Queens first or just Wimbledon? <laughs> I'm confusing the hell out yeah, of you yeah. there. Don't worry. I live in. I stay in London for six months, and during that time, I live in Wimbledon, oh, and nice. then I went to Wimbledon during the during the tournament. Not just. Excellent. Did you see the Wombles? <laughs> Put them chat. It's a, another reference. It's a bad reference that you won't okay. get. Okay. Um, yeah, I, so I, 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 I should let you two just talk. My, really. my first experience, I think, with tennis from a like my, the first tournament I remember was. Um, 87 Wimbledon when Pete, uh, Pat Cash beat Ivan Lendl in the final. That's my... I'm not sure Mona was even born then. I'm fairly confident not. Do you know who Pat Cash is? He used to wear the headband with the... Black, with the, the, the um, black and white check, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say oh, the Formula One end of the race flag. The okay. checkered flag. Checkered flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Now, before you get to your bucket list... Is there any famous Thai tennis players? Yeah, there's two. Um, I wasn't asking you, okay. Russell. I was asking Mona. Tamarin Tanasugan. I shouldn't have asked Mona. I should have asked you, Russell. Yeah. Say that one. No, I can't. Okay. Her name is Tamarin or Tammy. Tamarin. Uh, she grew up in the state. Tamarin Tanasugan. And then she also in the house where I stay in London. Louis oh, wow. Wimbledon. Oh, okay, cool. I got a cook for her as well and oh, her excellent. coach. So we share um I the house, the host family I stay in London happen to host tennis often huh. and then we host the Thai tennis player. So oh. I met her, I had her Facebook. She's inspired, strong woman. Good good backhand. And there was uh, good Paradon Paradon uh, Paradon Sishapan yeah. as well. He's strong. Yeah. He's uh, has his own style when he plays. Hmm. Yeah, so that's the famous two Thai tennis player. During that time, I was into tennis. At the moment, maybe I am not so much mm. follow the trend. That hasn't changed, mate. You still have two rackets and but the ball. But Nadal always in my heart. No, there's two rackets. <laughs> Just one racket. Well, there's one at each end. So what sort of things have you got on your bucket list? We're back to that question, are we? <laughs> oh, there's so, there's so many bucket lists. I want to learn how to cook. Italian food in Italy. That's easy. Right, easy. Water. Boiled pasta. <laughs> no. Well, sometimes. Sometimes yes. we get together too much, you know. Oh, you. It's Open all... cupboard. Get out jar of. <laughs> oh my god. Open jar. Pour in. Stir. You eat. Terrible. Job done. <laughs> okay. The newest, newest hobby or interest is I love 
I'm, I'm into cooking a bit at the moment. So, and I love traveling. So I never been to Italy and I, I want to be, take some time, not just five days, you know, be in Italy. Maybe six days. <laughs> Maybe seven. Yeah. Go, go crazy, guys. <laughs> go more than a week. Yeah. And then I want to learn cooking. <laughs> okay, that's one of the bucket list. That's one. And then the second one, of course, I love ocean. I want to go to Hawaii to free dive with the uh, marine life. You're going free diving tomorrow, aren't you? Yes, but see the weather now. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, sorry, I haven't even mentioned you about free diving. I, I, no, I'm, I'm really into free diving. I've not done it, but I'm, I just... I am really not. I think you it's... You should. No, it's... I think it's so beautiful because I've got a couple of friends because... Um, Drowning is not beautiful no i know it does <laughs> seem to, but listen when i did the video trying to get that snork thing to work right, that snork <laughs> with a fucking l thing i'd rather die and free dive than use that piece of shit crappy bloody <laughs> that's dive a, thing. that's a good way to die like you relax you go could be are you do have you are you promoting euthanasia but when did you start to to do free diving uh, recently three years ago okay okay Okay. How deep have you been? It's six inches, seven inches. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 12. so twelve what? inches. <laughs> RDL, BBC there. <laughs> Are we talking about the depth in the ocean? Yes, I okay. was. <laughs> uh, me too. Six inches. You, you can do. You know, it's something easy. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's we've... one of the bucket list. Um, free dive we... in oh, Hawaii. I'm so, so sorry about <laughs> my previous joke. You got I a red face. I just realized how bad it is. <sighs> I've been watching far too much porn Careful. recently. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, go on. I love free dive. And I, the, the thing I like about it is it's beautiful. And the pictures you see of the people underneath, and especially from a lady's point of view. And again, the... drowning. Is not beautiful. No, but um, Vista, who we who I'd love to interview face to face because we did her, so to speak, when during COVID and we were locked down. But she's a big uh, free diver, and it's just stunning. It's beautiful. I think it's just a lot of people say it's so peaceful and it's quiet, and you're really in yeah. touch with everything. And it's something I, you know, because I love going snorkeling, and I prefer that. I don't like diving. I don't like the noise of diving, mm -hmm. and. And also, I was out snorkeling the other day with some sharks. Yes, I was. Thank you very yeah, much. You're welcome. And I was talking to the guy I was with, and we were saying the divers scare them away because they're, they're down there blowing their bubbles and yeah. everything's noisy and stuff. Whereas when you're on top, the sharks are just nice and peaceful swimming beneath you. Stunning. Anyway, number three. Free diving. Number three. Travel, of course, traveling Italy, free dives. What else? If it's something work related, of course, I wanna. I hope that to see one of my bucket list to have exhibition about my brand, about the, the story. That is the That'd easiest thing cool. for you to do. Mm. Do that one, don't hold back, go and do it. Yeah. Because that's one that you could just do, very, very simple. Free diving, <laughs> oh, bless her. <laughs> Free diving in Hawaii might take a little bit more effort, but to do- Do the know, exhibition first. Yeah, then exhibition first, and I, I guarantee you'll have so much support for that, because you yeah. deserve it, for all the effort. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because you're sat in front of us, but. Like I said, it's, you've got a great story with Karen and her tribe, mm. you know, and then bringing all your beautiful fashion brand here. You can do that easy. Thank you. You're welcome. Right, on that note, do you want to go and cuddle with the dog? In a <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> well, look, Mona, it's been lovely to have you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And we will keep 
interviewing people that wear your brand only from now on. Yes, absolutely. So Vinny the Snake Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Needs new shoes. Needs new shoes. <laughs> Very you. lovely. Thank you, man. We'll put the links in the description below, um, which will be all the links to your Facebook, to your Instagram and everything else so they can do it. Or they can just message you direct because you're out there. Or come to Blue Tree to go into the Tropical yes. Dreams. Is yeah. that what it's called? Uh, Island Magic Boutique. Oh, there you go. It's not called Tropical Dreams. Close. Mm. Anyway, no. thanks, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, sweet. Bye. Welcome to the outro. Welcome to the outro. I just said that. That was Mona. She wasn't moaning about anything. Hey, I thought she was lovely. Hey, Mona. Morning, morning. Morning, morning. Mona, Mona. That was... Craig McLaughlin. That was it. Craig McLaughlin. No, he wasn't. He was Australian. Craig McLaughlin? Yes. And he was from Neighbours. He played Henry. He was, was it Charlene's brother or Scott's brother? I don't know. But Craig McLaughlin, he did, he did this. I don't think he did it first. Didn't I hear they were doing a, a get together or something? Yeah, what well, it said last one. Neighbours is finished. Not fucking time to. No, and I think Scott. I love Neighbours. Scott and Charlene. Well, you didn't love it that much because you didn't know who Craig McLaughlin was. And Scott and Charlene are going on it for the last one. Anyway, that was Mona. I, I tuned out once Charlene, a.k.a. what's-her-name, left. Wasn't Charlene? Was it Charlene? Kylie. Yeah, it was Charlene. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was mm. Charlene, wasn't it? She left. I tuned out. Oh, really? Mm. I left when Jason Donovan left. <laughs> Didn't he die in a car crash and come back in the shower scene? Did he? <laughs> he was Jesus at one point. <laughs> I closed my eyes, drew back the curtain, hard to see for certain what I thought I knew. You're not with me on this one. Far, far away, far, far away, someone was sleeping. Ah, the people that did ah. That's the sort. This, this sounds like a. This is, this, is, this is how Jimmy Savile's mind works. This is Joseph. This is the inner workings of Jimmy Savile. Exactly. Someone was Joseph. sleeping. Yeah, I'll bet they fucking were, love. This is Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat, which my school, when Bunch I was growing up in Southend, or just outside Southend, a place called Bentfleet, Appleton School, they were the choir that did the bit, ah, and the girl I really fancied was in the choir, and I used to watch the video, and she was in the video when you see it on Top of the Pops and stuff, and they were on Top of the Pops as well. Top of the Pops. So was Jimmy Savile. He was. And did some naughty things to children. Anyway, why are we being rude on this podcast, Russell? We've mentioned BBCs and all sorts of other weird stuff. When, that was Mona. When you say we. Me. I was a little <laughs> bit rude today. I'm excited. Um, that was Mona from Endless Summer. Mona. Fashion. She's isn't cool, that, huh? Isn't that Greece? Endless Summer? Hmm. No, that was a surf movie. Endless Summer. Oh, okay. It's a good surf movie. So, not as good as Point Break. No, nothing's yeah. as good as Point Break. Yeah. Defence rests. And Point Break 2 can go fuck itself, itself up the arse. Mm. Welcome to the outro. <laughs> it's been a fun one today. It has. I really enjoyed that. That was cool. That was a good chat. I she like seems very Mona. cool. No, she's very, very And I've cool. seen those shoes. I had absolutely no idea about them because it's fashion. But and you've what seen them around, fashion. haven't you? But I have seen those shoes. And now whenever I see them, which will be a lot because there are a lot of them around, I will go, hey, I know the chick that makes those. Yes. And it is incredible. Once you've seen, and it's very difficult for the podcast listener to see the shoes because obviously this is an audio podcast. But once you <laughs> Thanks have, for pointing that out. <laughs> that's all right. Once you have seen them, you will recognize them. And everywhere yeah. you go, people are wearing them. Yeah. They're really, really cool. Lovely. And she's a cool person, huh? 
Yeah, no, and again, interesting journey. Uh, obviously, a couple of topics that we didn't want to sort of dive too deep into, but that that wasn't our fault. That kind Six of came inches. up. That that was obviously one of them. So, um, but yeah, no, interesting journey for her to find what she wants to do and how she wants to do it. Um, asked herself a lot of deep questions. And this is where she's at, and it's great. I know, I love this podcast when we meet passionate people like that that have gone out and done it. Yeah. And it has taken her time. Yeah. And I'm not saying she's done it straight away. You know, we've met people that are, have been lucky in life, let's yeah. say, that have got, you know, help in life to mm-hmm. get where they need to get to. Mona doesn't seem that she's one of those people. She's just kind of, she's, she's driven and she's driven it forward in her car to get where she needs to get to. And she had to ask herself some tough questions along the way. Absolutely. To, to reach the point where she's at. It, and it wasn't a, it, by the sounds of it, really wasn't an easy path. Um, no, she went to Australia for a year. Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, the it's poor difficult girl. Difficult for everyone. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> Mona. Lovely. I liked her. No, she was cool. Very, very nice person. Very chilled out. Very cool. I liked her a lot. I, I think we, she, she was a little bit overwhelmed because um, she even well to be fair Bree's in the room and he has that effect <laughs> especially when he's lying as you can there, see lying there with his balls and dinky out <laughs> the whole damn podcast right on that note on that thanks note. for your time Russell always a pleasure who have we got next week I, I don't know because I don't know if you'll be here next week or not because you just ran away last week I was here for the podcast last week no you weren't I would have been here for the podcast last week you was on the outro with your hungover, very bad voice. <laughs> very good, though. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go and check out last week's podcast, which was Jane from Pitch Perfect. Um, but listen to the Pitch Perfect, but do get to the very end, because Russell... Was not Pitch Perfect. Was not Pitch Perfect. No, he was Pitch a, Side, but not Pitch Perfect. And a voice message over WhatsApp from Paris <laughs> after he was violent at the football. That's a bit, bit of a stretch. You weren't violent, were you? I was very quiet and placid and sedate and chilled. Don't believe you. Paris Thanks. was cool, though. Paris. Thanks for your time. Oh, you know, some Paris jokes and rudeness of people that you met in Paris. Um, thanks for your time, Russ. Always a pleasure. Goodbye. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Any dream will do. and friends on twitter at phuket podcast on instagram at phuket podcast but the best place to go is phuketpodcast.com the jail shark and friends and russell podcast was created and produced by shark 13 productions if you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans then contact us now at j at shark 13 productions.com